Hey, it's Aidan here. Just before we get into today's episode, I wanted to let you know about something new. It's called the Magician's Business Group. We've just opened up a Facebook group designed to help you guys as entertainers grow and improve your entertainment business. So if that is you, if you are an entertainer that wants help growing and improving your entertainment business, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash group and the magic of the internet will take you right there. Or if you're like me, have the Facebook app on your phone, open it up and search for the Magician's Business Group and you'll go straight there. Anyways, back to the episode. Hello, this is Angus Baskerville and you're listening to the Successful Mentalist podcast. That's right, we are. We're, you are. We are. Together we are. I, I messed it up. I messed up my own words right there. But that <laughs> is right. Uh, welcome back to another episode of the TSM podcast. My name is Aidan O'Sullivan, and I'm joined by my good friend and co-host, Mr. Ashley Green. But Ashley, we are not alone. Oh, no, we're not. No, we're not. Today, we are joined by an absolutely wonderful guest, a man who has achieved an absolute lot. And as you're going to hear in today's episode... He's done some incredible things. He's booked a lot of gigs. He's generated a lot of leads and made a lot of money in magic. It's our best friend, Angus Baskerville. So, Angus, welcome to the TSM podcast. Thank you very much. Great to be part of it. It's great to have you here, my man. It's great to have you here. So, for those people that don't know who you are can you give us like a quick 30 second overview who is angus baskerville where are you from and what is it that you do well yeah i'm based in warwickshire and i've been studying performing magic for around nine years now and um, it's been a running business for around six years which um obviously helped me um, in a variety of different ways because um before i got into before i got into magic um i didn't couldn't really socialize very well and had no friends um Obviously, a lot of it was down to, you know, I was showing all the signs of autism and, um, you know, concentration focus was a big struggle for me as well. And since I went into magic and um, it helped me in a variety of different ways in terms of, um, you know, enabling me to focus and perfect new tricks. And obviously that my concentration focus improved in general then. And um, it's the same with making friends, you know, it, it improved my, it improved my ability to socialize. And then that, of course, helped me to gain credibility with my um, peer group and um, things have come on in leaps and bounds since then. And um, around, like I said, around six years ago, I decided to develop it into a business and now especially um, perform all sorts of events, including weddings, corporate events, private parties, specialised in variety of props as well, such as Rubik's cubes, mind reading, cards, coins, ropes. And um, yeah, I've done also um, big events over the years where I've performed at the Legends Ball in London, where I've um, entertained celebs such as Frankie Dettori, Mo Farah, um, Usain Bolt, and other things such as done my one-man show at Ventnor Fringe Festival. I performed, um, I've also performed a bit of magic at um, Edinburgh Fringe. And yeah, um, I've done a variety of different events, and I mean, I hope to make this a full-time professional career in the future. And you've missed off some other incredible stuff as well, which I'm sure we're touching. Like you also do like autism awareness talks as well, and you've done multiple other things from there. I just can we just take a moment, Aiden, to appreciate how Angus is just so casually just like, Yeah, so I've done this, 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 and a few things with celebs and this and this and this. And me and Aiden are like Bloody hell, Angus! That's a lot of stuff. Our, bio, our bios aren't even that good. It's ridiculous. How old are you, Angus? What? How old are you so far? Twenty-six. There you go. Fantastic, Aiden. Look at that. 
Amazing, amazing. Well, you you've uh, joined us with Inside Our Momentum program, and we kind of wanted to get get you up on the podcast to to pick your brains a little bit and see what life is like in in your world. Uh, but before we get into like the the here and now, what you're up to right now, I'd love to know. Sort of before you joined us in uh, Momentum, what was going on in your magic business? What did you find yourself doing and like the day to day? How how was it all looking for you? Well, I mean, I was quite lost actually because since uh, since I finished uni, um, during my final year of uni, that's when I first started building my magic career um, properly. But it was only when I finished uni when I had a proper website built for me and um, started to do things like wedding fairs and went to a few networking events. And um, that was when I really started to get um, more bookings. But once again, it was running it alongside a part-time job. Um, and um, I, wasn't, I, was, I was lost in many ways in terms of running it because um, I was only charging like £100, 100 pound an hour. And I mean... It was a nightmare to get the clients confirmed and things like that. And um, every time a client booked me, it was it was very hit and miss as to whether they were going to go ahead with it or not. And I, mean, I was um, I was spending time on agencies and um, things like that. But but like I said, the whole whenever whenever a client first inquired about me, it was um, like I said, it was very unpredictable whether they were going to go ahead with it or not. So um, since I joined um, Learn to Thrive and then went on and joined, and joined Momentum, it has given me a lot of knowledge in how to confirm the clients, how to really sell yourself and, um, you know, make yourself as valuable as possible. And um, without a doubt, I've got a lot better at um, confirming clients since then. Clients have obviously, I've obviously been able to charge a lot more for events since then. I've definitely um, grown my magic income by at least um, a few th- a few grand um, since I first joined Learn to Thrive over the years. Um, so, yeah, um what I think it's taught me more than anything is to value yourself and um, re- try and make it as clear as possible that you're there to obviously make the event as much as what the spe- as much of what the client wants, rather than just to go there, show a load of tricks, earn the money, and then and then go. You know, you want to make it all about them. And the more you come across as a no-brainer, the more you make it clear to them that that's what you're there for. The more likely they'll pay out. The more they'll definitely want to book you. And I I wasn't aware of that at all before I joined it. And um, getting clients and that was a nightmare as well and another thing that was very unpredictable was what months i was going to have no gigs at all what month i was going to have maybe one or two and what month i was going to have loads of gigs but um like i said before i joined learn to thrive i wasn't charging particularly that much either so um it's definitely helped me um, no question about it i love that so much to unpick there which i'm sure we will throughout this episode but one of the things i'm really curious on you you say unpredictable with Obviously, whether people are going to book you, what, what do you mean by unpredictable? Can you dive a little bit deeper and elaborate on what you mean there? Well, that's the thing. When they obviously first inquired about me and I told them what my rates were, what I can do, um, even after I'd sent them the confirmation form and everything. And that was another problem I had. You know, I was quite quick to try and confirm by sending them the invoice, sending them confirmation form. And they hadn't even said that they wanted um, the gig yet. Um, but... Um, even after explaining my rates and everything like that, often they'd come back to me and say, no, we can't afford you. And um, that that's basically how um, how it was. And whether or not the client was going to um, say they could afford me or not and go ahead with the booking, um, it was just an absolute nightmare. So um, that, that's, what, that's what I kind of mean by unpredictable, whether the client was going to go ahead with the booking or whether they were going to come back to me and say, no, that's too much money, I can't afford it. Awesome. So we had these like these peaks of busy season followed by the troughs of yeah. I don't know what's going on. And then when clients come in, we're not sure where to go. And even when they yeah. do book you, we're looking at like a hundred quid. It, it was a very 
sounds like it was a, a bit of a turbulent time, a little bit of a uncertainty, but that's that's not what we're at right now, is it? We've changed a lot. I know you mentioned increasing your fees and stuff. Um, are you happy sharing with with like what what sort of stuff? What sort of figures are you charging now for the gigs that you're doing? Um, yeah, I'm now charging. Um, obviously, um, momentum, since yeah. I since I joined um, Learn to Drum Momentum, obviously, especially, um, I've started selling myself in packages. So I've been creating packages to what I've been doing. I've been I've been charging around four to five hundred pounds um, now um, for um, for bookings, and um, I have been people have been doing those since um, since I first joined. Originally, I was charging one hundred and fifty pound, and now when I first started um, doing it as a business, when I first and um, when I was a beginner still, and this this was probably around um, six seven years ago seven years ago. Um, that was I first started charging sixty pound an hour, and that was when I was first getting into the swing of things. Um, and then after that, I, I started charging a hundred pound an hour, and then uh, then I moved on to one hundred and fifty pound an hour. That's how much I was charging before I joined, and since I joined, that's when I've um, started charging around four hundred, four hundred to five hundred an hour. Awesome. And can you tip what? Your top packages, which you push out to clients as well, one thousand two hundred and fifty pound. Look at that! What this is an increase, Angus? This is a ten x. This is a full ten. This is a Grant Cardone ten x right here. This is incredible. <laughs> this is amazing. And and would you say just again out of curiosity of the clients that are coming in and inquiring with you, are, are you comfortably booking more of those, even though you're charging, like? five ten times more than you were before you joined us in momentum yeah well from what i've from what i've realized um if i was still charging my um, previous rate you know i'd definitely be getting those um piece of cake but since um i've been getting more clients i have been finding a lot easier to put them i mean yes you still i'm still gonna have i still have the odd client like all magicians do who does cancel on you who does think it's too much you're always going to get the odd client here and there you know regardless of how experienced you are but in terms of dealing with them and that sort of thing, that's um, that's obviously something which um, I'm a lot better at now. So, um, I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and say you know everything's been perfect and um, you know I've not had any problems at all with booking clients whatsoever since I joined because I like all magicians are always gonna have the odd have the odd client, but um, it's def- it definitely doesn't happen anywhere near as often as it um, as it used to. Amazing. And when you say you're getting better at handling the clients, what sort of uh, what, what sort of things are we talking about here? What's kind of your process, your booking process now? Yeah, well, um, how, it, well, how it worked before is they'd inquire me. And I mean, I wouldn't call them on the, I, w- I wouldn't speak to them over the phone. I'd communicate with them by email. So I'd basically send them back my, um, I'd send them all the information um, on an email and then they say, oh, we'll do it. So then I'd immediately send them a confirmation form and invoice. They'd pay a 20, 20% deposit and then them, um, then they'd pay the remaining they'd pay the remainder on the day or um sometimes even if sometimes even a few days after the gig whereas now um i always call them so i um i always call them or have them on a zoom call um and i do 50 percent deposit now as well and they always pay me um prior to the event they never pay me on the day or, um, or before they definitely never pay me afterwards so the booking process is a lot is um i personally feel is a lot more pro- professional now and it, when it comes to dealing with, client, dealing with clients as well, talking to them, negotiating with them, explaining, you know, what I do, that's something which I really struggled with back in the past because in general, you know, socialising wasn't, wasn't a strength of mine at all um, before getting to magic. And it wasn't even a strength of mine when I first started getting into magic. But um, 
dealing with clients in general, talking to them, socialising with them, meeting their needs. Um, that's how that's obviously improved a hell of a lot since I first joined Learn to Thrive Momentum. And of course, also also since I started getting into magic, because as I mentioned at the very beginning, um, it was socialising, making conversation was a big struggle of mine and when I, when I first started. Mm. I know I have a similar thing because me and you, Angus, are very much alike. I mean, both being autistic, I can relate to a lot of things you say. And I really do think it is, it can be difficult for a lot of entertainers out there. I know there's so many people who lose out on gigs time and time again and, and don't book the amount of gigs that they want and don't convert the amount of leads because they just worry and panic and they don't want to literally have a chat with people they result behind just hiding behind messages or emails and it's emails back and forth or doing what you used to do <laughs> which was making things complicated sending over forms asking like a billion and one questions waiting for that to come back and now you're hopping on zoom calls and if in doubt like the odd phone call here and there why is it easier for you because i know why because from my angle from the things i struggle with but everyone with kind of social problems and that who finds it hard to pick up a phone or on a zoom call is all different with their own things which are holding them back what is the one biggest thing that's really helped you smash out these sales conversations so that you are converting more clients what is the process that's working for you here to allow you to do that effectively then um, well, it's practice, really. I mean, it's still, um, it's still, you know, hard to get the clients on call in general. But of course, whether or not a client agrees to go on the Zoom call, that's out of your control. It's in, it's in their control. You can ask them as much as you want, but if they adamant they're not going to do it, then of course that's out of your control, isn't it? But just the more you do it, the more, to me, the more you do it, the more you get used to it, and then gradually it becomes a thing, and then you get better and better at it, and. Um, you know that that's when you eventually notice the difference because it, it was the same with performing on stage for me the first time i ever did anything on stage um was when i did a talent show at um my school and i remember being so nervous and i was almost all the doing everything i could to try and wiggle my way out of it because I, I was just so nervous didn't think i would do it and, but anyway i did it and i ended up winning and that was literally just performing on stage in front of um you know a large group of the school Whereas when I did Autism's Got Talent a few um, years later, and that was when I was before that was when it was, that was at the Mermaid Theatre in front of like six hundred people, which was obviously a lot hell of a lot bigger than that. But having had more experience performing on stage leading up to it, um, between then and obviously um, Autism's Got Talent, um, I actually wasn't that nervous at all, having had the experience. And it's the same with um, calls as well. The more you do it, the more you get used to it. You learn what to say. You prep before you prep beforehand. You're as polite as possible. Right. You're polite, you're fluent, and um, you know clients will respect you for that. And the more gigs you get out of it, the more um, you know you get. The more you are able to confirm the gigs, and you know the higher your success rate success rate is from it. Then obviously the more confident you'll be, and gradually you'll get better and better and better. I love this, I, and I love that you've paired it so well. Like these sales calls that everybody's scared of and doesn't want to do, you've paired it to the first time you got on stage. And uh, I bet a lot of listeners will, will be able to relate to that and understand like, yeah, I find sales awkward and uncomfortable, but actually by doing it, by just trusting the process of doing the work, you can actually improve time after time after time because it's a, it's a journey. It's a, it's a whole marathon, not just a quick little sprint, which is, which is amazing. But yeah, uh, 
I know that we, we've spoken a little bit about um, both Momentum and Learn to Thrive, a program that you took with us before um, joining us inside Momentum. But if you could sort of cast your mind back a little bit towards before even joining us in Learn to Thrive, like what what was what were your hesitations before jumping on board and, and studying and learning from from us? Well, um, you mean you mean like why why I wasn't too sure on joining Learn to Thrive? Yeah, yeah. What, what was going through your mind? What was like your biggest? Yeah, well, setback? I mean, it's interesting. Yeah, it's interesting actually because I remember having a Zoom call with you and Ashley when I was umming and ahhing about about it, and obviously I tried to explain as much as possible as to why I wasn't too sure. And the reality is, I thought that um, because of um, you know what I struggle with, I thought it was going to be um, a bit too difficult for me. I thought you know um, I was going to I was going to find it very difficult. And um, but once again. You know, if I wanted to improve my magic business, well, so, you know, you don't know if, you, if it's going to help you or not. You're definitely not going to go. You're definitely not going to know if you don't if you don't give it a try. And um, having heard lots of other people obviously um, explain how it helped them and, you know, knowing you too as well, it very much um, it very much made me realize that if I helped a lot, it would um, it would help. Um, sorry about that. Someone, someone just um, came through the door then. I That's right. We have Aiden's realized... dog barking all the time in the background, anyway. <laughs> yes, so yeah. all good. Yeah, but not not to worry. Basically, what was going through my mind is I thought that because of what I struggle with, um, I thought it was going to be too hard for me. I thought I wasn't going to be able to do it. Thought it would just no. This is this is too beyond me. This is oh, there's no way I'm going to be able to do this. So I thought I'm I'm not going to do it. But then when I had a call with you about it, and obviously you, that was when I first found out that you and me are quite alike, um, Ashling. And at the same time, I also thought, I actually am determined to improve my magic business because this is my goal. This is what I want to achieve. And whilst I'm not overly sure whether I am going to benefit from Learn to Thrive, having heard a lot about it, it definitely sounds like the right thing for me. And there's no way I'm going to ever find out if I don't try. You know, it comes. It, it, there's a well-known saying that goes with this and it goes, you can't score if you don't take the shot. So I thought, I'm going to do it. I'm going to give it a try. I'm going to give it my all. And um, hopefully um, I'll get what I want from it. And I literally do not regret in the absolute slightest joining joining it now because I've, def- I've definitely improved. So um, that was kind of going through my mind. It was more to the point that I thought because of what I struggle with, I thought it was going to be too difficult for me. But um, it, it, I was very much proved wrong. So, and this is great because I, I speak to so many entertainers that feel the same kind of way. Always, there's always a, a a little catch, a little belief that that holds them back. And it's like, well, I do things differently or I feel a different way. Can these kind of approaches still work for me? And and I think what's what's been a really useful part of, of your journey, again, by all means, correct me if I'm wrong, but actually having a, the community of like-minded like peers around you, everybody all on the same sort of journey has, has, has helped. Because we've seen you change so much in a really great way from the angers that we first met that you just described now to the Angus that sat in front of us on Zoom telling us about all of these incredible things that he's absolutely crushing it. So like there's there's a really big journey. Do you think actually having that support network around you has been particularly useful for that? Yeah, no, def- definitely 100%. Because I mean, a lot of people around me um, who have been doing the course with have, um, have spoken to me about how they're doing, have um, come to me for advice and I've gone, I've gone to them for advice as well. And when you know you're in a large network of people, all of whom are in the same boat as you, you know it helps because obviously you can bounce ideas off each other. You you know that you know you're not the only one, and um, at the same time you make connections. Like there's a number of people in on the course who I've um, connected with and actually gotten quite well with them, 
do learn to thrive. Um, and I understand that a lot of them are in the same boat where, you know, they're struggling to get to grips with it. They're learning, but at the same time, we're all here to help each other. And um, yes, def- definitely being in a network of people, all of whom are um, also trying to do exactly what you're doing. You know, they're also, um, they're also, they're also trying to turn, do magic full time. They, um, they want the same outcome. They're, they might be struggling with the same thing or they might be good at something that you're not and you might be good at something that they're not. It's how you can help each other. So, um, yeah, 100%. Um, it definitely helps being in a large network of people. Yeah, definitely. I mean, on top of that, you've got the accountability as well when it's the showing up. And I remember um, this was one of the things we interviewed a little while ago. Um, Marcus, um, one of our students from Momentum, uh, Angus as well, who you know, and he was saying it was a fact of showing up each day to the community and sharing those wins and being accountable to others and everything that you've mentioned is just such a positive around it. One of the things I'm really curious um, to know, though, is we've spoken about like where you were, some of the things you struggle about, some of the things which were holding you back. And then when you jumped from our old course to momentum and you went through that, what's changed in your world then? What's changed in your magic business? What is the day-to-day now like? And what are some of the amazing things you've been able to achieve off the back of just completing and just going through our, our latest course momentum then? Yeah, well, um, once again, I've been able to. I've um, definitely been. Char- I've been able to charge a lot more for um, my gigs now, and I've I've been doing a lot much more high quality gigs now, where people have paid people have paid a lot more, and um, also um, things I things I've done such as the Legends Ball, where I entertained um, all the celebs, and I, Dynamo was the other performing magician actually. At, um, about that, was <laughs> whoa, Angus, Angus, hold up, hold up a minute. What you were booked to perform a. Not where Dynamo was at, alongside. They yes. booked you and Dynamo. Yeah. I thought you already knew about This is ridiculous. I thought you knew about it. No! This is just ridiculous. This is so good. I saw photos yes, of you well, online um, and I assumed he was a celeb guest that was there, but you was booked alongside him. Dude, yeah. well done. So yeah, obviously high um, massive high quality gigs, um charging a lot, charging a lot more for them and being a lot more confident speaking to clients and then um, being a lot more confident, you know, charging what I charge rather than being rather than, you know, thinking, well, what's the point? They're just gonna turn around and say, No, that's too much. Um so my confidence of obviously pitching my offer, my confidence of approaching clients and book getting booked and confirmed, um doing high quality gigs, getting, getting good leads and obviously converting leads into gigs as well, rather than just if someone comes in that could be a potential client, you're very vague about your performance and then um, not taking advantage of it. That, that was something that I unintentionally, but did, did um, get trapped by um, before I joined Learn to Thrive. So obviously taking new leads um, seriously as well, as well as obviously doing high quality, um, doing a few high quality gigs and charging a lot more then um, that's um, definitely, um, what's been involved in my magic business since I joined Learn to Thrive and obviously then went on to went on to momentum as well. That's fantastic. And yeah, just I mean, so other, other things, um, other stuff I've done. Um, I mean, there was stuff before as well, but then um, obviously there was that big autism event that I've done. I've been asked um, in, Ju- in June to perform at the Autism Hero Awards Ceremony in London. Um, so I've got that coming up as well as um, my one man show in May, which I'm in, doing as well 
So um, that's as far as I can say so far in terms of, um, you know, and high quality gigs that I've been doing um, since I joined um, this course. If that, if that explains most of it. Every time we speak to you, there's something new, dude. And I'm not this excited just because we're recording a podcast. I'm excited because I'm actually excited that I've just heard something, like, insane again. Like, whenever we... We have our weekly, like, momentum group calls with everyone else to, like, go through some things, teach some new principles, give some help and share advice and answer questions and that. And we always ask, like, at the beginning of these calls, like, drop your three wins for the week. And, like, you drop absolute tons and tons and tons. Like, you're like, yeah, I generated another 50 leads this week. And then the next week, you're like, yeah, i done this one event and there were 100 leads that I got. And we're like, Angus. And now on the podcast today, you're like, yeah, I performed alongside Dynamo. He was the other magician that was booked. And I'm like, well, it's just you surprise me every time we speak to you and one i mean it it was going to be my favorite win about you but i think my favorite win from you is performing alongside dynamo now but so my second favorite win was that there was a day where you booked an absolute shed ton of gigs and can you tell us the figure of how much you made from booking gigs in a single day four thousand pounds Four thousand pounds in a single day from gigs—ridiculous! <laughs> this is amazing. So, c- can we can we dig in a little bit and like, what did that day really look like for you? Was it was it you hustling for twenty four hours of the day, tr- trying to contact everyone and beg for gigs? What what was what was going on in that day? Well, it was converting clients, visiting clients that had first inquired inquired me, and. Um, I mean, I was lucky because obviously client and um, people contacted me and inquired about about me that day, as well as obviously converting other clients who are potential leads, clients that had um, inquired about me before, but you know it wasn't quite confirmed yet. And um, the first guy came in and he he basically was doing um, a networking event at um, the NEC in Birmingham, and he wanted me to go around and, and bring a load of guests to him his store by entertaining them entertaining close at Magic during the whole course of the day. And that was across two days, so that was obviously a large sum of money. And then there was um. Someone else who obviously wanted um, wanted me for their wedding. And there was another person that wanted me for um, this corporate event. And after I confirmed them all and, um, you know, the, um, all the gigs were confirmed, it amounted to around £4,000. And that was all in the space of um, one day. And um, managing to convert them pretty quickly was obviously um, something that I'd learned through Momentum and Learn to Thrive. So um, if that if that breaks it down in as much detail as possible. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. I think and and what strikes me and I and I, I hope that you see this as clearly as we're hearing this, Angus, is is the the journey and the complete polar opposites of where you were to where you are right now. From 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 the Angus that we first met that was very sort of introverted to himself, the 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 client confirmation actually that bit was a bit awkward and uncomfortable to now you just confidently quickly getting people on the phone getting them on zoom closing these gigs like there's absolutely no tomorrow uh honestly it's such a big difference and yeah no genuinely it's incredible to incredible to see and, and witness like i think me and ashley are gonna have to start having a bet like how many gigs do we think angus is gonna book this week <laughs> because the number's always amazing always amazing yeah. So we, we we've spoken a lot about where where you are, where you where you've 
been the whole sort of journey, if you like. But I'd love to know if you was to sort of boil down the the philosophies, and this is a big question. If you was to boil down all of the philosophies that you've learned through either momentum or learn to thrive into one really, what's like what your biggest takeaway from all of the training that you've done with us is, what what do you think that one lesson or one idea would be? I think the one thing I've learned um, learned about more than anything is um, that you got to you got to make the message as clear as possible that you're there to meet all their needs, you're there to solve their problem, you're there to make their event exactly how they want it, um, and it's all um, coming across and that way you do come across as a no brainer. That's when you can pitch your offer properly. That's when people will happily pay um, what you ask. Whereas if you're if you're basically pitching your offer. You're doing. You're going there, doing magic, buggering off, and literally all you're in, all you're interested in is getting the event over with, doing your job, getting getting the cash in your hand, and then going off. If that's your main priority, that's all you're interested in, then that doesn't sell you as a very good entertainer. But when you make it all about them, meet their needs as best as possible, um, and make make it clear to them as clear as possible that your main goal is not about getting the money. It's not about doing magic and then going. It's about making sure that their event is as best as it possibly can be in their eyes and um, meeting all of their needs. When you make that your number one priority, that sells you as the best ent- best entertainer possible. So I think that's that's my biggest lesson I've learned from Learn to Thrive because I'm going to be dead honest here. Before I did it, um, a lot of the time my focus was on um, obviously earning the money, earning the money and um Obviously, I was wanted to wow all the guests and everything like that when I was there, and I I enjoyed wowing the guests and enjoyed enjoyed putting a smile on their face. But my um my main objective was to do the gig, and then of course um get the cash in the hand. That's when I that's when I knew it was a success. Whereas since I've gone to this, you when whereas since I've joined you you guys, I've realised that it's not about the money at all in the slightest. It's actually about the client and about making their event as best as it possibly possibly can be so I'd, I'd say that that's the overall that's my number one takeaway from it what i've learned do you find then that from that different kind of like focus and that you're no longer driven by just yeah i'm gonna make a load of cash from this event and you're actually helping your clients and you're looking at this in a complete new perspective do you enjoy doing magic more out of curiosity um yeah i mean in all honesty in all honesty i do um you know, um, when when you know you've done a really good job, and um, you know you've met the client's needs, and you don't you don't um, you come across as someone who's more interested in meeting the client's needs rather than just um, you know meeting your own needs and you know getting the cash in your pocket, and it, it sells yourself a lot better. Because um, as we've said, I've done a bit of work and interest in mental health mental health factor as well, and um, it's really good for your self esteem as as well. Um, if you ask me, because a, a lot of people I know and have come across who um, have battled with things like mental health, depression, it's it's all because they're driven by one thing, and um, a lot of it, and they find themselves thinking and caring of only themselves and not not someone else. And um, when you know that you actually um, meet, put others' needs first sometimes, and you actually think of others and not just yourself all the time, it's another it's an um, it's one way to actually um, improve your mental health a lot more. So um, that's something that I've actually um, unintentionally um, discovered from this from this too. So. Um, Without a doubt, not only has I not only has it helped me enjoy enjoy doing it a lot more, but it's um, improved my self esteem a lot more as well. I could not have put that any better, 
myself genuinely angus what you're doing is is incredible the the work inside of magic inside of momentum outside uh honestly you're absolutely smashing it dude but as, as we come towards the end of the episode i'd love to i'd love for people to actually know uh where can people find out about you where can people come and support you uh, and your journey um what is in my as in where they can find out about yeah, where, 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 can, where can we send our listeners to, to find out about Well, um, my website is www.angusbasketball.com and my Facebook page is Angus Basketball Magic. Nice. There we we'll go. Make sure we'll make sure to link that below. Well, with that said, you know, we've got an audience now and I believe about 121 countries around the world. So I'm going to open up the floor to you. You can say whatever you want, whether that be a plug or inspirational or just a message to the audience at large. But if we had to leave on one final message, one final note, what would you say to all of the magicians around the world listening right now? To all magicians out there in the world, whether you're a hobbyist or whether you're um, whether you run it alongside a day job, if magic is your passion and it's what you want to do the rest of your life and it's your goal in life, um, do what you can to get there. Never burn yourself out, but as long as you do your best, you'll always get the best outcome because I mean, without sounding negative here, a dream that you don't fight for can haunt you for the rest of your life. But as long as you're doing your bit, you'll always get there. Cause what, 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 what someone, what an important person once said to me was where passion goes, money flows. So there you go. And like, like I've heard from Winnie the Pooh as well. I mean, I know um, this is something that I had a big problem with as well. An awful lot before um, I joined Learn to Thrive is when clients rejected me, Clients obviously cancelled me. It it, um, it did obviously make me really angry. And at times it did push me to the point where I thought, well, what's the point in carrying on in my magic business? You know, um, clients who kind of cancel me and, you know, no one wants, no one's interested in what I do. But that is a fact of life. And every successful person out there um, faces rejection along the way before they reach their main goal. But never give up because like you've heard from Winnie the Pooh, you are braver than you believe. You are stronger than you seem. You are smarter than you think. And that's just about the best way I can put it. So, yeah. Couldn't have put it better myself. Look at that for a motivational ending. I love that, Angus. Thank you so much for joining us, dude. Honestly, so good to be here. Hey, it's Aiden here. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, it would really mean the world to us if you just took a moment to leave a rating and a review on your preferred podcast player. That way it just helps us grow the show and get it into the ears of more listeners across the world in a non-creepy way. Also, when you're ready to roll, here are three ways that we can help you right now. Number one is to join our free Facebook group. It's called the Magician's Business Group, and we're creating the most valuable space on the internet for entertainers that are looking to grow and improve their business. We'd love you to join us inside, so to do that, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash group, and the magic of the internet will take you straight there, or just pull open Facebook and search for the Magician's Business Group. Number two is to take our new quiz. It'll help you find the biggest opportunity in your entertainment business right now. And in just a few quick questions, you'll be presented with a seven minute breakdown of your biggest opportunity and how you can actually go about tackling that to help increase your entertainment business and boost it completely. In order to take the quiz, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash quiz. That's thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash quiz. And we'll be able to get you your results. Number three, momentum. If you'd like to make an extra two grand a month in magic without paying a penny for advertising, we'd love to help you. 
Our latest coaching program, Momentum, is designed to get you booking gigs every single week for at least £500 so that you can be growing your entertainment business without having to worry about websites or business cards or advertising or any of that kind of stuff. To find out more, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash momentum. That's thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash momentum, and we'll send you all of the details.